Now that David Stearns is the president of baseball operations for the New York Mets, there's no more excuses. This team needs to win. I'll talk about it on today's edition of Locked On Mets. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, we are still audio only. I'm out of town celebrating my birthday this week. Today actually is my birthday, September 14th. So, uh, that explains why you're not seeing me on camera, though. I'm going to do a show on Friday for Saturday. We're going to skip one uh, for Friday. I'm not going to record on my actual birthday. Um, and then you know, I'll do one last show to close out the week over the weekend. But regardless, getting to what we're talking about today, David Stearns is the Mets president of baseball operations. And in the first segment, I want to talk about how there's no more excuses now. The Mets have to become a winning franchise. This is where Steve Cohen is either going to live up to the hype as an owner or this franchise is going to be a continued disappointment. We'll go through that in the second segment, talk about the baseball that was played today. Mets really had the D-backs number this year, and uh, they put up a great game. Also, Jet Williams continues with all the top prospects in Binghamton, so I'll give a little update on that. Then for the final segment, Max Scherzer is out for the year. I want to address what happened there. Before we get to any of it, though, I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter at FicklesteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. David Stearns is now the president of baseball operations for the New York Mets, bringing things full circle to the beginning of his career when he interned with the New York Mets. And Omar Minaya, then the GM, made the recommendation to the Wilpons that they hire Stearns full-time because he was this next wonderkin who could help the Mets front office for years to come. The Wilpons being the cheap, cheap, ridiculous owners that they were. They let this guy go, and he went on to become one of the best executives in the game. And with that now, though, he returns to hopefully put the Mets on a path to become a sustainable winner. And with that, the excuses are gone for Steve Cohen's Mets. And I've certainly been one to make those excuses for Cohen at every turn. The 2021 season... Mets have a collapse. Hey, this was a, a year where the Mets were in first place for a good portion of the season, coming off of a disastrous 2020 season. In 2019 and 2020, the Wolf gutted the farm system. The Mets at least were competitive. It was year one. You know, there was no real president or GM in place. Uh, you know, it was still the holdover manager of Luis Rojas 
who was brought on from being a bench coach after Carlos Beltran got wrapped up in the Astros cheating scandal. I mean, there was plenty of excuses to be made. 2022, Mets actually win 101 games. Everything works out until the end. But hey, the excuse of you know, not making far in the playoffs is it was the second best regular season in franchise history and a building block for more to come. This season, disaster. Abject failure. But hey, I've still been one to make these excuses. You know, I've still been the one to look at the moves that Billy Epler made in the offseason and pointed out how a lot of those moves worked out. You know? Kodai Senga, great signing. Tommy Pham, great signing. Justin Verlander, overall, the way he has pitched this year with the injury at the beginning of the year set aside, he has pitched pretty well. Uh, you know, a lot of that now is coming with the Astros. We'll, we'll get to that more in the final segment. But still, you know, not bad signings. Jose Quintana, if he didn't get hurt, would have been a good signing. And, and basically, the only reason why this whole thing fell apart is because you had Starling Marte fall off a cliff. Jeff McNeil, same boat. I mean, just a lot of guys who underperformed. It was just a weird season. I've made those excuses. Okay, but now you're at a point with the executive who is as highly touted as David Stearns, where this franchise has to start winning and can't bottom out again the way they did this year. Because guess what? In the Steve Cohen era, they've now had three years. They've had three years to catch up and dig themselves out of the hole that the Wilpons put this franchise in. And it was a deep hole. Okay, a, a technology throughout the minor league system that was in the Stone Ages that Steve Cohen has had to get up to speed. So that's... Three years of trying to invest in that, trying to build a pitching lab. And guess what? David Stearns is a guy, and you know John Harper wrote a good article about this for SNY, talking about uh, his experience with pitching labs, coming from Houston, where they've you know had obviously one of the best ones out there, bringing some of that to Milwaukee and helping turn guys who weren't necessarily highly touted, like Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta, into really good starting pitchers. You got a guy now that can run that pitching lab, and you have reportedly you know, poured in the resources to give these minor league prospects the tools. So that's no longer an excuse. Most of the Alderson Wilpon you know, holdover regime from that front office was let go. A lot of them, you know, just recently, as they cleared the deck for David Stearns to bring in the baseball minds that you would want or that he would want to you know, have a new foundation of a front office. And as much as the Wilpon-led Mets gutted the farm system when it comes to just sheer talent, the Mets have not done that in these three seasons. Yes, they traded Pete Crow Armstrong, who debuted for the Cubs and is already making some ridiculous catches out in center field for them. But outside of that, there hasn't been a you know, consensus top prospect that was done. Now, they've had... Other prospects dealt that have blown up in their face, like Andy Rodriguez uh, for the Pirates, who was in the Joey Lucchese deal. Lucchese, ironically enough, had a gem of a game tonight. But the point stands that you now have a good farm system with the resources to continue to develop players. You have a roster that has you know, some of the best at their respective positions on big contracts with one of the best shortstops in baseball. One of the best center fielders in baseball. One of the best closers in baseball. A guy in Kodai Senga 
who's looking like a you know, top 20 starting pitcher in baseball at the way he's throwing the ball this year. The excuses are gone. If David Stearns comes in in this five years, the Mets only make the playoffs twice, and they continue to be an absolute laughingstock, and they're nowhere close to competing with the Braves in this division. At a certain point now, Steve Cohen, who has talked the biggest of games since coming in, who has exuded the confidence of an owner that you know, had full belief that he was going to turn the New York Mets, his lifelong team, into a winning franchise. If they can't get it right with David Stearns, all hope will be lost. And that creates a very pressure-packed situation for David Stearns in that front office. But guess what? That's what I'm sure he's getting paid very handsomely uh, to take on, that responsibility. And I absolutely believe he can excel with it because there is no excuses. The resources are there. This should work. It's that simple. It should work. As all of us Mets fans know, what should happen doesn't always happen. Because guess what? Parallel uh, universes, when you look at football, although I will admit I am a Giants-Mets fan. I'm not a Jets-Mets fan. But I'm sure there's a ton of you listening who are Jets fans. And it seemed like that cursed franchise had figured things out until you know five snaps into the game or whatever it was with Aaron Rodgers. So... You just never know. Regardless, uh, I still, as I sit here, uh, day removed from the news, feel great about where the Mets are. Uh, I think they're exactly where they should be. I think this horrible season has been a blessing in disguise because it has given David Stearns even more resources to play with when you look at that farm system. And also the clearing of the decks, which we'll talk about in the final segment here on Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. But they still got to get the job done and the right decisions have to be made. And ultimately, it just comes down to one thing. You got to win. And we're going to see if they can do that in the coming years here. But they won tonight, and I'll talk about that next. Before we do, though, today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mets cap off their series with the Arizona Diamondbacks today. Catch every pitch of the Mets hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Mets. Well, 
New York Mets seem to have the Arizona Diamondbacks number. They swept them in that uh, four-game series before the All-Star break, and now they're in line to potentially win this one, winning the last two games here with Jose Budo and Joey Lucchese on the mound. It has been a pretty crazy series. Uh, you know, the Mets might actually be a fun spoiler after all. I, I know I had uh, the first show of the week, second second show of the week, um, discussing how this was the week for the Mets to lose games. And, of course, as soon as I say that, they reel off a couple of victories. I mean, that was just an announcer jinx or podcaster jinx 101 for that to happen. Uh, but, hey. If they're going on a little bit of a run here and they can close the season strong as much as I've you know, spent a lot of time discussing the draft pick implications here, it's still good to see the Mets play good baseball. It is. And uh, they put up a lot of runs in the first inning. Francisco Lindor doubled. It was driven in by Pete Alonso, a three-RBI day for Pete. Uh, he drove in two in the fifth. Brett Beatty and Francisco Lindor with an RBI double. Jeff McNeil scored in the fourth inning on a... A double by Rafael Ortega. And then Mark Vientos, who started to swing the bat a little bit better, he crushed a home run. Uh, It was in the sixth inning, a two-run shot. And the Mets were able to pile on seven runs against the Diamondbacks and and hold them off the board for the most part. Joey Lucchese was brilliant. I, I mean, this guy has a 2.83 ERA and seven starts with the Mets this season. It's kind of nuts. He's been relegated to spot start duty. There has been an injury and and such, but man, he's been effective. Okay. He's another guy, you know, in yesterday's show, I spoke about Jose Budo. I say he's pitching himself onto the 40 man roster or to stay on the 40 man roster. And and I feel the same thing about Joe Lucchese. I mean, here's a guy that you still actually have for another year. If you want him, you have one more year of arbitration on him. Uh, He's now, now, you know, clear of Tommy John and he's throwing the ball well and I don't know I mean maybe the Mets have something here not a guy that's going to be a long-term fixture but could Joe Lucchese be a five-starter next year continue to be a swingman I don't think there's a reason to cut him uh, he he's looked good I mean he didn't strike out the world tonight only struck out two batters who walked three gave up five hits but he put up seven zeros and went back out for the eighth inning you know, granted, he didn't get through it. Ends up giving up an unearned run because Francisco Lindor made an error. But overall, like it's been some pretty solid stuff from Lucchese. So uh, it's funny that so much time has been spent on uh, the future uh, of David Peterson and Tyler McGill with this Mets team. And yet the two guys that have thrown the ball better than them has been Lucchese and Budo, particularly lately. So. Just an interesting thing to watch unfold here uh, with the New York Mets. Now, again, we, we've said it throughout this week here, the Mets are playing baseball games against teams that are competing for the playoffs. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies in AA are in the playoffs and are the most fun baseball that it's had in this organization right now. Although the game tonight uh, wasn't really something to write home about. They lost 3-1. to one. But that one run was driven in by Jet Williams, who went one for five. He also started at shortstop, which I found to be pretty interesting. Luis Angel Acuna was moved off short to second base to accommodate Williams. Now, tomorrow, they could flip that. I don't know how that's going to work out down the stretch. I don't know why the decision was made to put Acuna at second. It might just simply have been because he's played it more. 
than Jet Williams has professionally. But it'll be interesting if in those playoff games, if Jet Williams is the starting shortstop, that's going to say some things to people. I mean, the more and more that you know Williams continues its ascent, the more I start to rethink my prospect rankings and wonder, should he have been number one? Should Luis and Acuna have actually been number three instead of number one? Should, should I flip those two guys? If I was to make the list right now, again, a couple weeks removed from it, I'd probably just keep it as is. But going into next season, don't be surprised if I actually do make that switch. And it is Jet Williams that's the number one prospect in this organization. And I said it before, I'll say it again. I'm not mad at anybody who holds that belief right now. That's how special this kid could be. Uh, final note from the Binghamton game. Christian Scott threw again. Uh, probably limited on the pitch count. Wasn't going to go too deep. Um, ends up getting pulled in the third inning with two outs. After throwing 40 pitches, he hit a batter and they removed him. So you know, maybe the fact that he got a little bit wild is a guy that really hasn't gotten wild. You know, strikeout to walk ratio has been awesome. So uh, to see him hit a batter, maybe it was all right, we'll yank him. But he still goes two and two-thirds, doesn't allow a run. And strikes out five. So of the eight outs that he recorded, five of them via the strikeout. Christian Scott, a really impressive pitcher that you know, might be needed next year. And the reason why it might be needed is because the Mets just cleared at this deadline two-fifths of their rotation in Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. How they replace those guys is going to be interesting, but uh, with the news of Max Scherzer's injury, it's looking more and more like the Mets made the absolute right decision at the deadline and it could pay off in dividends, not only with the prospects, but depending on how the end looks for those two pitchers, man, that could be a remarkable, remarkable trade. Regardless, we'll get to that in a minute before we do. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form and one of their board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then, they send your prescription to one of their partner pharmacies where your Jace order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. And not only this, you can send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions anytime. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers... The Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Mets wrap up their series against the Arizona Diamondbacks today. Catch every pitch of the Mets hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Mets. Max Scherzer is out for the year, or at least most likely out for the year, with a major terrace injury. Now, this is an injury I've never heard of before until this season when Justin Verlander went down with a major terrace injury. And it sounds Horrifying. A major terrorist injury. 
something torn? What is it? It's basically an injury to the armpit. I mean, that's the, the simplest way to describe it. It's a pain you feel there. And maybe it just happens to afflict you know, pitchers in their late 30s, early 40s. I don't know. Uh, it's crazy that both of these guys got this injury. And it shows you the <laughs> incredible kind of turn of events for the New York Mets because this could be their problem. Not the injury because you know, if they kept Scherzer, he would have been pitching in a lost season regardless. But the, the breakdown of these pitchers, not to say that they're definitely going to struggle next year as well or deal with injuries, but there was incredible risk when the New York Mets decided that we're going to build their team around dudes who are basically 40 when it comes to Scherzer, actually 40 when it comes to Verlander, who are going to get paid you know, twice the rate of a good starting pitcher in baseball. You can find a really good starting pitcher for $20 million. Instead of getting four of those guys, you're going to invest all of it on two pitchers who are you know, obviously going to be first ballot Hall of Famers, but are expected to continue to pitch at a, a Cy Young level at that dollar amount. And it was never realistic. It really wasn't. And now here's Max Scherzer going down after his eighth start with the Rangers. Now, overall, his numbers were good, 3.20 ERA. I saw some people crushing the Rangers, you know, making desperate moves and everything else. And, you know, what a horribly run franchise for what they've done. Look, <laughs> yes, they signed a guy in Jacob DeGrom that had major injury questions. Yes, they traded for Max Scherzer uh, and gave up a, a really significant prospect to do it knowing that best-case scenario they had him for a year and a half. This is a team that was going for it. And you have to respect the teams that are in that position. And you have to understand that those teams are the ones that might sign some bad contracts and might make some trades that don't look great in a couple of years. But right here, right now, you got to do what you can to get that level of a talent. And if Max Scherzer had stayed healthy and was pitching for them in a playoff series and won a game, it'd all be worth it. But guess what? He's not. And that's where the Mets come out looking like bandits because guess what? They grabbed the prospect and they got off of all the problems, all the issues, all the concern. Yes, 2024 is probably not the Mets' year. It might be a year more of development, a year of knowing what you have in the farm system, giving guys opportunities. That could be the ultimate goal here. Or the Mets could even move you know, a piece here or there to the trade for a starter or sign some starting pitching and free agency and actually look like a contender again come next season. You you really don't know. But at this moment now, what the Mets could have been looking at is those two guys a year older coming off a sunk season where they'd be winding down on those contracts and their value would be diminishing with every start most likely as they got closer and closer to the end and less and less control for a team that acquired those pitchers. The Mets got out at the perfect time. They cleared over $40 million on their books next year. And they added three significant prospects that all slotted into the top 10 and most into the top half of the top 10. I certainly don't hope to make it seem like I'm reveling in Max Scherzer's injury because I'm not. I honestly wish it would have worked out for the Rangers for, for being that aggressive win now team. But 
what I will say is you now look at the results, how these guys have pitched, the fact that Asher is going down with an injury, where the Mets are as a team, and they got to be feeling pretty damn good about the decisions they made and the direction they went at the trade deadline. Regardless, that's going to be all for today's edition of Locked on Mets. And I do want to close the show on a personal note because it is my birthday. Uh, And I was reflecting a little bit last night on where this show has gone since I turned 25. Because I remember that year, it was 2020. I turned 25 years old. I'm born in 95. So a rough time to have your 25th birthday. I was previously writing uh, about basketball and football, primarily. That was my job, and I had lost that job, you know, during COVID. And I was sitting at a point where I was about to start delivering pizza again, and just didn't know where my life was going. And for all of you that were listening to me then, that still listen to me now, as the show has grown, as it's now got its YouTube channel that that has success, um, and I've been able to grow within the Locked On Podcast Network, which I cannot thank enough for the amazing opportunities they provided me with. Um, But to now look back on it from where I was at at 25, a single guy doing a show during COVID five times a week because I had really nothing else to do, um to now still doing that show five times a week, but also, you know, having a a career that I love on the writing side, which is baseball and, you know, all the opportunities that have been presented to me. I'm just very grateful. Um, And I'm grateful to all of you who make it possible because if there was no listener, there would be no show. Um, And that's why I sit here at 1230 on September 14th, 1230 a.m., um, on my little vacation in the parking lot in my Toyota Corolla uh, because I appreciate the time that you all um, spend with me each day when you listen. So um, thank you to, to all of you. I will be taking the birthday off, uh, but I still just have it in me where I, I feel the need to, to deliver the five shows a week, um, mostly because I just love doing them that much. So Friday night, uh, I'll be back in the, the home studio, and uh, we'll find out exactly what I decided to talk about then. But there will be a show for you all on Saturday morning for you to, to check out. So make sure uh, you follow, you rate, you review wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you could do so at Finkelstein Ryan. Follow the show at Locked On Mets. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. If you want to catch every pitch in the Mets' hometown broadcast, I guess the Diamondbacks, you can do so with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Mets.